Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, what a magic round it's looking likely to be. JT here with Lakey, and we're both pumped up because we've got magic round this week. What a what a week we've been waiting uh, basically over a year for this. Lakey, how keen are you? Years, mate. Say, so two years ago we got to the first one, and COVID ruined it for us last year. Now it's uh, it's the light at the end of the tunnel. We can see it coming, but um, yeah, a little bit. Of the magic has been stolen from us over the last couple of hours, even. But um, has it? Yes. Has it really? Yeah, well, yeah. For me, it has. It definitely has. What's happened? What's what? What big magic news. by now? But big news: David Fafita contested his charge at the judiciary and has lost, so he's out for the next two weeks. And JT's over there laughing because he has not owned the guy all year. His no, ranking is, is absolutely reflecting that. But now he's uh, he's gloating like he planned for it. Interim ranking uh, only matters where you finish at uh, the end of round 24, whatever they're going to. But yeah, <laughs> gone for two weeks. And the funny thing is, I looked through the um, the the news story when it broke, and, and I read who his defense was. And if he's anything like his political career, surely Mal Meninga is not the kind of guy you want standing up uh, for your player and trying to get him off a charge. Like, how ridiculous is that? No, oh, mate. Boys will be boys, eh? Big Mal's defense. <laughs> Sadly, that didn't win over the the panel of former ex players, of former players like guess Dallas Johnson. I think might have been on it as well. You'd think I'll shout your beer at the Caco yeah. pre magic round. That would have mate. Worked, remember but... when I picked you in the Queensland Origin team? You owe me. <laughs> Uh, did not work his magic on the judiciary, that's for sure. Dave Fafita is Gonski. So good news for any non-owners that are languishing like I am. Um, but, yeah, he'll, he'll be back. Maybe it's a it's a big call to make this week because now he's obviously going to play Origin. Yeah, so, so he's, he's missing three of the next four weeks, and that's not including um, whether he gets rested after the Origin break. So obviously misses the next two, comes back for the Sharks in round 12, then misses round 13 for Origin. Um and then plays just a couple of days later. So whether he gets a rest after playing that. So, yeah, big um, big decision to be made whether you hold and sit, what is it, 850K on your bench for four or five weeks or um, mm. or, or just hopefully he, you know, bangs out a 200 in that round 12 and, you know, you can hold on to him. But, yeah, we'll, we'll probably talk about that a bit more tomorrow night. Certainly will, and it could be a bit of a pod play keeping him for that round 12 week if you don't need the cash to splash around your side if you're going for a bargain basement player, which there's a few uh, on the bubble this week who we'll get into. But, of course, you, you did mention uh, quickly our rankings. Mine's not so great, 17,000. But on the up, finally had a bounce back week with a 13-18. Well, thereabouts, courtesy of one Thomas Trebojevic. Thank God for him, captaincy on that Sunday afternoon. Uh, loved it. How'd you go, mate? 
1350 so that pumped me up a couple of thousand up to 13,000 um I also had Tommy but not as the captain unfortunately I went um I went for feeder route and uh, he was looking really good but um that sin bin late in the game cost him eight points he still ended up on 97 97 without a try and a sin bin included the man is an absolute beast but um yeah now questions need to be asked Plenty of unicorns in that score there for sure. Uh, hashtag scores. Um, yeah, had a, had a good weekend. I was actually managed to watch probably more rugby league than I have in probably the last couple of months. So I was actually away on a, on a romantic weekend and got absolutely stitched up by you. Well, not so much you, but a few other blokes in a chat. Um, so obviously lost reception being down at O'Reilly's Rainforest and I flicked the phone on, finally got some reception. And this flood of congratulatory messages yes, came through. Yes, big congratulations. Um, Breaking yeah. news on the <laughs> SC report. Can confirm I, I did not get the knee dirty on the weekend as uh, some of my mates may have led other people to believe. Even the guy I got served coffee by this morning congratulated me at work. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. Um, no, my romantic weekend was not spent uh, on the ground asking pertinent questions. It was literally sitting in a spa bath with, with wine, beer, scotch, whatever I could get my hands on. It was uh, directly on the balcony there. You've got it. Uh, facing the TV inside. So I managed to have full basically eight games of rugby league on, much to my better halves. Um, uh, dislike. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was a good little trip away. I feel refreshed, feel ready to go to Magic Round. Um, yeah, did that romantic stuff and now it's romantic stuff with you boys. I can't wait. Oh, mate. So anyway, let's, uh, let's get into the news coming out of today, the casualty award and the suspension. So let's start, I guess, we did mention the big suspension up the top. But the pod, Dave Fafita, he's out for two weeks. That's big news there. Brandon Smith for the Storm, he took a one-game early guilty plea. He's gone for a shoulder charge against Damian Cook, so tough luck. He had a bit of a down week last week when the Storm went 50-0. That might sway some uh, current owners of him and whether they move him on or not. Your boy Dylan Brown, I mentioned to you off the pod, like what have you done to this poor bloke? Three weeks uh, for a, a dangerous contact charge. Like and that was ordinary. if nothing else, he got lucky. They, he deserved more. That was disgraceful. Uh I mean, yeah, it was just an ugly, ugly incident. Drew Hutchinson's going to be missing a lot longer than just the three weeks, unfortunately, for him. Um, But, yeah, Dylan Brown, I think, got very lucky with just the three games. Nia Cora, his Parramatta teammate, he's gone for two weeks as well, careless high tackle on Teddy. That's it for the uh, suspensions, a couple of other players with fines. Um, But, yeah, Parramatta struggling to field the team. This week we'll get into a lot of asterisks on the, the team sheet. It's an unusual one. Injuries, mate. There's a quite a few uh, big names up here, particularly for the Storm. So Harry Grant and Cam Munster, the news came out today that both of them were looking at two at least two weeks on the sidelines. What's happened with them? Um, Cam Munster did a, I want to say ankle. I can't quite recall. Yep. Yeah, hurt his ankle, ankle in the um, round nine game. And then Harry's hurt himself at training this week. So they've um, been given the the flick for a couple of weeks to heal up and get themselves right. Um, I guess it, like, the Storm can afford to do that. They're flying at the moment. So um, give the boys a couple of weeks rest leading into origin anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's another big question. If you're, I know a lot of people were grabbing Harry last week or were looking to grab him this week. And, um, you know, Munster's been carrying teams all season. So they are going to be gone for the next two or three of the next four as well, similar to Fafita. 
Yeah, a couple of big calls to be made, actually, with um, that sort of money on your bench there and leading into Origin. And we know the Storm like to rotate their players through Origin, but you'd imagine, given uh, an enforced rest in this case of both those players, that those um, mid, mid-Origin mid spells might not come their way. So they could still see a bit more action uh, during that period. So could be a blessing in disguise. But, well, now, anyway, that, but if they're carrying players. injuries or niggles as well, they might have um, true. time off to recover after the the slog of the origin. Um, it's, it's, they're funny though. They're different at Fafita that they're in a specialist position. Um, there's less ability to cover them if you wanted to hold on to them. So I think they're more likely to be traded out. Like you can put the big fella up on the center, uh, the second row bench and cover him with a couple of other guys, um, as opposed to maybe what, uh, Connor Watson might be in your mm. five, eighth role. So yeah, you don't want to be carrying him for four or five weeks. No, not at all. I think for that money, you've got some genuine gun candidates in that position and particularly leading up to that round 13 mark, so maybe you pull the trigger early for them. A couple of other outs, Kurt Capewell, another one I don't own. Thankfully for me, he's been rested for a concussion protocol. Uh, He'll have a week's spell. Uh, Similar to the other guys, he's another another origin player. So looking at some extended time on the sidelines, hasn't really set the world on fire. Been doing a job in your centre wing if you've got him there, but he's, he's out for at least a week as they monitor him and a couple of Raiders, Jordan Ruppiner and Joe Tarpany, they're both out. Uh, Jordan Ruppiner with a hamstring, he's one to two weeks. And Tarpany, two to three weeks. I uh, wonder what his misso has to say about that one. And Jesse Ramey and your boy. Uh, Not mine. That's Benny G. Benny G was all oh, over him. Yeah, so he, pod. he was very keen on him. Um, fractured eye socket out four to six weeks. It was an ugly hit, um, and I thought he, you know, you thought instantly that he was going to be out for a while, and it's going to be the case. But it might just sort of freeze up. He's been going really well, um, so it's it might make him more attainable coming into a round seventeen buy. A couple of other less super coach relevant ones. Uh, you've got Victor Radley, who's questionable with an HIA, as is Reed Marnie. They've both been named, uh, so obviously they'll pend the outcome of any uh, tests that they run during the week. So keep an eye on those for any, uh, for I guess Marnie's probably the more relevant of the two there, but uh, keep an eye on how that goes during the week. Shout out Stilesy. Uh Who else? We've got Ryan Sutton out with an elbow issue, TBC for him. Drew Hutchison, horrible, as you said. Uh, he's out with fractured ribs and a punctured lung. Jeez, that's yeah. not... Not good to see. A couple of dogs out. Corey Allen, uh, one to three weeks. Lockie Lewis, possible uh, fractures. He's out as well, waiting scans. Jacob Host, he's out with quad injury for the Bunnies, two to three weeks. Um, Pat Carrigan, possibly relevant here. ACL, unfortunately, that's his season done. Uh, his replacement is, is a bit of a uh, interesting one for Supercoach anyway. Tom Flegler's been yeah, there. Yeah, that's it. I think the most relevant uh, part of Carrigan's injury is how the Broncos are going to line up and cover him. So mm. we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, I actually thought TBJ might drop back there, but it's not the case. No, he's been doing okay on that edge there. So thankfully for TPJ owners, they've shuffled it around elsewhere. Uh, all right, that's judiciary and injury news. So quite a bit to get through there. So let's get into the game by games and they're all at Suncorp. I can't wait. Let's start right at the top. What an intro for you, mate. You get to get this one out of the way early. Tigers and the Knights. Firstly, how's it going to go? Uh, we're going to towel them up that considering what the Tigers just copped the last couple of weeks and what Madge has done with this team we're going to run all over them we were just dominant against remember, the Raiders weren't we do you not remember last last time at Magic Round mate two years ago what happened yeah yeah we um snuck through against a very dominant 
bulldog stuff. Oh, no, I'm talking about the Tigers, mate. They uh, were like 20 nil. I think it was the Pen- was it Penrith they were playing or someone like that. They played, and we before we'd even sat down, really, they'd, they'd racked up like 18, 20 points. Yeah, um, they you're not worried about the same do. thing I'm happening. I'm certainly not worried about it this week. No, I mean, and that's no. that probably means it will happen. But um, I just don't, I don't know what Madge is doing. He's come out at the press conference last week and said something along the lines of the senior players need to step up. They were the ones that let us down. Um, and then he's gone and dropped. Um, who's he dropped? Stefano Utoyakamanu. He's dropped Zach Sini, and he's dropped um, Jake Simpkins. So. They are three guys who are far from their senior players. So. All those veterans in that side there missing yeah. all the tackles. Yeah, and, and then he's just like, yeah, Adam Dewey is just absolutely playing out of his skin. So let's move him to the centres. Let's just push him out wide. I don't know. That's interesting because we you know we're bagging out Wenon and he's he's been uh, kissed on the DICK all of this year. As we've said, he's had a lot of lucky picks that have fallen his way. And I thought he'd he'd landed on one with Adam Dewey last week. He called him out to you and I in the chat. Um, just prior to the game, he said he's that, so backing good. him in, and he was unreal. I had no idea that Dewey had gone that good. No, uh, he's, been, well, he's sneaking under the radar with you mm. know, predominantly seventies and eighties. Uh, one quiet game, I think, earlier in the season, but yeah, he's been doing really well. I did not see a one forty come in, especially in the way that their team got tailed up against the Titans. Um, but yeah, he, he's been killing it, and um, I don't understand why you would take him out of that role. I for, don't know. For Moses Zembai. Yeah. It's, but, I mean, it's it's got a little funny buggers stink about it. Um, Jock Madden's been named on the bench with um, – Sean Bloor's back, um, makes his debut for the clubs, and Jock Madden's making his NRL debut. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Moses Zembai dropping, um, you know, back to the bench partway through the game and Jock Madden coming on and playing 30. So maybe that's mm-hmm. the, the thinking behind it. Jock Madden's obviously a specialist – half so they would get him a bit of game time so that's the only way i can justify the move but even still it's just so bizarre i don't know. i don't really don't know what's happening at the tigers this year such a enigma of a club but adam dewey if you look at him negative 18 break even courtesy of that 140 last week 570 odd k so if you were to move on say care monster who we've mentioned like you could almost go a dewey but what do you reckon being at the centers in this tigers lineup will actually do to him should he in worst case play there yeah, I, I think the last time he played, he scored a ton in the centers um, at back end there of last year. But I just, I, it's not something you can rely on. He scored two tries that day, um, and he could do that. Like that, I've spoken at length about how bad the Knights' outside backs are, so it's possibly an area to target for the the youngster. But um, I, I'd be filthy if I would picked him up last week. I'd be absolutely filthy. Mm. As you would if you picked up Zach Sini early on the bubble. Uh, he had a pretty good week in that first round, first round he played. He had the boys cheering him on as they got the win over the Dragons. And then just basically penthouse to the outhouse. He got seven points last week against the Titans. Horrible, a lot of errors. Uh, it was unfortunate to see second game syndrome, as it were. And he's not even named now. So if you picked him up, and I think he had quite a lot of owner, new owners uh, last week, um, it's, it's a horrible sight to see him uh, out of the team list there. Now you're sort of relying on him to either come back pre-round 13 or even play that origin week. Otherwise, it's just such a wasted space, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, but I know that there's plenty of guys carrying duds in the center wing spot anyway. So Shout out James Roberts. Yes, exactly. I'm still carrying him. And um, and I was carrying a huge dud by the name of um, 
Jason Saab up until the last couple of weeks. Oh, useless. Yeah, completely Absolutely useless. useless. That bloke. But, yeah. It's, it, like, it, it just goes to show those sort of guys in the, the 200K mark, we talk about Charlie Staines, even Simonson. Like, all it takes for them sometimes is just that one or two good weeks. And now you look at them, they've got negative break-evens, they're 350K. Like, it's just it's such a weird old position. You can never pick them. But if you just hold them long enough, they might turn good. James Roberts, though, probably not. Just having a look at seeing his ownership, skyrocketed from 1K to 10K last week. That Oof. is a big ouch. Yeah, that's um, gone early on him. Always a risk. We do talk and about it. And that is. That's one of the risks if you want to jump early. And so I jumped early on Simpkin, and he's now cut. Um, and say I've got a few games out of him and a few price rises, but it's always a risk. If you want to go early on a guy, then there's a, every chance that these rookies are going to get cut before they make any money and you're not going to benefit out of it. That's why we always advocate of waiting after the two games. Um, senior imagine, owners are now feeling that. Imagine if he held little as well. Like he was a negative break even while he was sitting on the That's right. Out he of had the a side negative 17 coming out mm. and um, – Played pretty well last week, I think, once he was on. And that's probably what prompted the switch. Or maybe they just want to give Simkin a bit of a rest after, you know, his first stint in the in the big leagues. But uh, Simkin actually got over for a try last week. Probably played his best game offensively for mm. the club and um, rewarded with a demotion. Should have passed the ball, Jake. What were you doing? Yeah, that's uh, Yeah, no idea what's going on. Uh, Matt just killing some super coach teams there. Your boys, the Knights, uh, they might be killing them. Uh, well, one man, and that's Lockie Fitz, might be killing a few super coaches. Connor Watson and Mitch Barnett. He's Jeez, destroyed two prominent guys with one <laughs> swift maneuver. He's good. He's good like that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. He's, so he's back and he's obviously a favourite of Adam O'Brien. So he's slotted straight into the starting side. Named there again this week, pushes Mitch Barnett to lock, which isn't bad for his scoring. He gets through a bunch of grunt work and he looked really good in his stints on the weekend. Um, turned the game for us, I thought. But Connor Watson's got to play somewhere. So they split the minutes pretty evenly on the weekend and both ended up in the 40s because of it, um, mm. which is worrying if you're owners of those guys. Um, otherwise, you know, Kalen Pong is doing what he did. Bradman Best had a down week, but I think it was just that. It was a down week. I would expect a much better game this week. Uh, Phoenix Crossland looked pretty well. David Clemmer got back to 60 minutes and a 60 score. And Jaden Braley owners breathed a huge sigh of relief Thank as he God, scored yeah. late and um, bumped him to a 90-plus. But, yeah, they've been the same 17. Edric Lee's still on the outskirts waiting to come back. He's got a foot injury and sort of just struggling with it at training. Hummel Hunt was named last week and was a late withdrawal because of his hamstrings, but um, he's uh, now, I guess, just waiting for a chance to return after the win last week. He's in the extended reserves. I just seeing Barnett on the the sidelines for so long last week was bizarre because he didn't gassed out there. Um, I'm not sure really what the the plan was and and if that's something we're likely to see going forward. Because if you look at Lockie Fitz, and I know it was his first game back, but he missed a pretty crucial. Uh, tackle just basically hung an arm out and they uh, just broke down ran completely straight yep. through him like he was saloon doors and um, he looked completely gassed early on mm. but got big minutes and and kept playing so um, I don't I didn't quite understand it I mean Connor Watson looked dangerous when he came on but wasn't on for very long and Mitch Barnett got through a ton of work in his second stint as I said really um, sh- the Knights were awful in the first half and, and great in the second half, I thought. And Mitch Barnett was a huge part of that. He really steered from the front and um, allowed Ponga and Co. to do what they did off the back of his grunt work. Fitzgibbon, I didn't really see having an impact on the game. 
outside of one mm. um, very early line break, which led to nothing. Yeah, I mean, over one point per minute for Mitch Barnett last week in 44-odd minutes. It wasn't um, wasn't ideal, and I think with a 98 break even, he's going to have a lot of owners looking uh, to move him on. But we'll play round 13, fingers crossed. So and we'll I think kick, uh, most likely, and with Ponger out. That's true. That is very true. So possible pros in the list there to keep a guy like Barnett around. But anyway, I think it's going to be a very interesting game just to watch as a super coach owner of a lot of these players, just to see how they how they play. Because uh, at the end of the day, it could be Connor Watson sneaking over for a try off the bench or Mitch Barnett doing one of his own. Like, it potentially could do that. We'll see how it goes. And finally, just on this game, we spent a lot of time on it. But I'm looking forward to you, early captaincy on Ponga. Yeah, I'm, don't, I'm not sure on that one because we've got, um, in the very next game, we've got Tom Travojevic, who obviously killed last week, um, plays the same position, so we can't lock both of them in. So I might go it. I might do it just to look forward to it. Depends how many beers you have pre-game, right? I, I uh, yeah, could make this happen. <laughs> Let's move on to that game. Right? Eagles and the Broncos on Friday night. For Manly, as you mentioned, Tommy Turbo coming off the back of a 190-odd point game. He was absolutely on fire and coming up against less than uh, quality opposition this week as well. So, who knows? It's not quite lotto land, but I'm sure he'll have a lot of people buying him off as a VC. Broncos are letting fullbacks score 85 points per game against them this season. They're just letting tons and tons of points in. And seeing Turbo come up against it is mouth-watering. It absolutely is. And they also let him letting him kick match-winning field goals. So, uh, love your work, big Val. Taniela Paseca, he's uh, been named after copying a couple of head knocks, so he'll be a, a wait and watch. Um, outside of that, not too much in terms of super coach news for them. For the Broncos, as we mentioned at the top, Tom Flegler, he comes in to replace Paddy Carrigan, who's out with that ACL injury. So, interested to keep an eye on Tom Flegler. I think he's had no games over 50 minutes so far this year. And playing at lock, so might still be seeing those same sort of 30, 40-minute games. Um, I know they rotated TPJ through there earlier in the year, and he hardly got any minutes. So, if uh, you're eyeing... Flegler offers a 280k option. I'd be just waiting and seeing what happens in this one here in terms of minutes. I don't know if he's got the motor to do much out there. Do you hold much hope for him? Uh, I can't say I'm a huge uh, Broncos. I don't know. I have much knowledge of their inner workings or the you know borderline guys, so I'm not. I'm not the guy to ask about Tommy Flegler. I know uh, a couple of like the Catfishes and Stylesies of the world are big on him, but as you said, he's only playing 30-odd minutes off the bench every week. He's played three games over 40, um, one yeah. being last week, and it was the first time he cracked a 50 score. So he's got a lowish break even, which means he's going to jump up in price this week. But I'd still watch, I think. I'd still watch and see how he's played, how he's rotated, what sort of minutes he's going to get. Literally a bee stick away from a try as well against us. We just held him up. Um, must have been his North Queensland roots. He just wanted uh, the boys um, to get home there. So good on you, Tommy Flegler. But, yeah, if he got a try there and had a score of 70, 80-odd, he would have a billion new owners this week. I think that's just the nature of it. But um, nonetheless, he's a, he's a definite wait and see. Probably not too much else there in terms of super coach stuff. Obviously, Tyson Gamble had a bit of a shoulder concern last week, but he's been named at halfback. So negative 48 break even, 180K. Um, obviously, a no-brainer, I'd say, this week in terms of trading in, wouldn't you? agree yes and no um i mean if you're carrying to if if you've got a monster there's a chance you can go down to him and make a, a ton of money but if you got two or four very good halves then he might be one to miss certainly could anything else in this game mate no 
No, I don't think so. Good. We'll take a quick break then and come back to do the final six games of what is likely to be a very magic round. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Saturday, 3 o'clock. What an absolute blockbuster this is likely to be, mate. Bulldogs and the Raiders. Jeez, it's uh, going to be in the daytime, so hopefully some free-flowing Two teams free. that are absolutely flying at the minute. Oh, that's I love these games, I tell you. Like, yeah, that's Cowboys it. and when Dragons you... earlier in the year, we were both ordinary, and yet we came out and had a pretty good game. Cows and the Broncos last week, like, sometimes it just brings the best out of shit teams. Well, that's it. When you're not expecting much from the game, they can tend to be the, the good ones to watch. There's free-flowing footy. They're just throwing it around, trying to do something. And the Raiders are very capable of that. They look very good at the first half last week. And what... I don't understand the Raiders at the moment. They look like world beaters in first halves and can't score a point in the second half. Um, and the Bulldogs are the Bulldogs. So it's going to be a interesting battle. I think it's something like 87 points to 10 they've given up in second halves in the last month or something like that. It's, it is just ridiculous. I don't know what whether Joe Tarpany's missus needs to start giving the bloody halftime speeches or something. But, yeah, whatever Ricky's saying is just not working. So what a what a strange old side. But if it's ever going to be a week that they're going to turn it around, it is this one. In terms of Supercoach stuff for the Dogs, obviously not a popular team there. Kyle Flanagan, he's the big uh, out for them this week, dropped to the reserves. He's in Jersey 19. In horrible management. I don't know, the NRL 360 yeah, went off on it. But putting him in front of the media an hour before uh, he's going to get dropped is just horrendous i don't know what what is going on up there but that was that was, that was disgusting and and he fronted up you know mm. Poor more power to him he absolutely him. fronted up he knew he was going to cop it um after being dragged last week so but he still got up there got emotional went to some questions and um it was very brave of him i thought and then they turned around two hours later and just cut him um disgraceful you kind of hope the bulldogs get done because of it i really hope they because i don't think he's been the problem um, there is plenty no. of guys in that side who are playing bad football. Kyle Flanagan has not been playing the worst of, of the, all of those. Um, and the same as last year, he was not the reason the Roosters performed so poorly, but they made him the scapegoat. It seems to be the easy target. And the poor kid, no. I hope he can um, rebound, keep his head up and, and come back and prove everybody wrong. Hopefully that is the case. Brandon Wakeham is his replacement. So, again, not much doing super coach-wise there. Luke Thompson's been okay. He's still He's been great. He dropped another 65 last week. So, I think that's sort of his his uh, MO at the moment. He's going to be 60 to 65. But, um, very safe, solid score. 
Certainly is. For the Raiders, a couple of interesting ones, obviously. Um, fair few in the outs there. We mentioned Rapana, he, or Rapana, he's gone. Tapane, he's out. And so is Sutton, all injury related. And so for them, uh, Josh Hodgson makes his uh, comeback on the bench in the interchange, number 14. So not really sure what's going on there. And Ryan James also finds his way back into the side in Jersey 17. So if you're still carrying him, I guess, uh, if you need a body, there he is, but otherwise it might not be uh, a huge score coming his way. Outside of that, um, I'm interested to see how Harawira Naira goes, uh, a new owner as of last week. Did you end up picking him up as I well? did. I grabbed him and um, mm. decided not to play him. I got talked out of playing him, um, chose to play Sam Walker instead of him. So it's mm. it was much of a muchness in the end, but um, yeah. Weird game from him, I thought, It was mate. very weird game. minutes. Yeah. And so he barely cited him. Exactly right. He, he looked like he was trying to get involved. He ran a lot of decoy plays at times. And you can spot him because his bringing hair is a mess. But, um, Certainly is. So, yeah, he was um, – I feel like if they had to hit him a couple of times on short balls, then he could have caused some damage. But they just kept going behind him. So, if they're ever going to do some damage, it's with a guy like Harawi Renaira against his former club this week as well. So good I've, point. I've, very good I've got point. my reserve on him this week, so he's probably my main uh, focal point in this game here for the, for the Raiders. But uh, outside of that, anything else in this blockbuster, buddy? No, not at all. And say so just on the dogs to right, right uh, second row forwards, 58 points per game, the third easiest to score against. So, yeah, CHN could actually have a really good game against him. Sharks and the Bunnies, well, a tale of two sides that got absolutely towed up last week and Oof. they're going head-to-head. What a, what a couple of matchups we've got here on, on Super Saturday. For the Sharks, Jesse Ramey, we mentioned he's out four to six weeks. Joshy Dugan gets a call up to replace him. So the Dukes, he's going back there. And Andrew Fafita, he is named in Jersey 17. Uh, mate, why would I be interested in bringing in Andrew Fafita this week? Uh, he's a gun of the past but he's a gun <laughs> <laughs> and, and what has a gun of the past who's been named in jersey 17 after being basically in the wilderness uh, for a long long time uh, can you think of any other names that may uh, come to mind no recently? but it's obviously someone at the tip of your tongue <laughs> bryce cartwright there big party we go. Party. for feeder is the next party party you've heard it here first bring him in this week get on board Jump ahead, jump of the, early. ahead of the queue. Even though we just Absolutely. told Boyce about it two minutes ago not to jump early. Go go early on Fafita. <laughs> That's it. You're getting rid of one Fafita. Replace him with the other one. You're bound to score another oh, 90. You'd love to see it. In fact, I'm just going to look him up here and make sure uh, that no one else has had that idea. 398K. Uh, hasn't played a game so far this year. I think has spent a lot of time on the sidelines as well through suspensions. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Uh, ooh. Two trade-ins. Two. Uh, Tokamanu, he's gone, and so they're <laughs> bringing him in. Anyone tra- oh, and he's been trading. <laughs> People have got him. Oh, dear. Three trade-outs, two pain halves. So you're picking this week of all weeks to move Andrew Feeder on. If we've learned anything, and Lakey, you and I are absolutely going to load up on any time try score for Andrew Feeder in this bet, in this game, I should say. It's going to be the only real... Uh, point of interest outside. <laughs> there is a very good chance you and I are going to be on the cans um, at the Nui from midday-ish, and we could get into this game and actually do something stupid like that. So, yeah. Oh, can't wait. If uh, we get a crowd down at the Newstead Brewery before game, we'll get try and get everyone on board here. But Andrew Fafita, anytime try score, I think it's an absolute lock. It's a Cartwright sort of play. Um, look forward to seeing how he goes in his 10-minute stint. But um, could be any, could be absolutely anything. I reckon we're going to see be that mayhem. 17 offloads. It'll be a mayhem <laughs> stint and it will be 
beautiful to watch. He's going to be running cross field, like two meters upfield, but 30, 40 meters across the field, just putting a palm into guys' chests and racking up tackle breaks. It's going to be glorious. Absolutely, Will. Only other real uh, guy I'm going to watch in this game for the Sharks is Sean Johnson. Uh, again, mm-hmm. another poor week from him. Tough opposition. Oh, but- they lost 48-0. He wasn't going to do much yep. in that. Um but yeah, these teams combined lost ninety eight nil last week in um, the Thursday Friday matches and get to you know come up against each other for a bit of revenge or mm. respect. Check Johnson out. Uh, one hundred and three break even, five hundred twenty eight k. He lost seventy five k in value just last week, so he's going to firm right into play possibly sooner rather than later. Um, just having a look at his upcoming run, he's got. Souths this week, Dragons next, Titans uh, obviously doesn't play the round 13 week. When you've got Penrith, Cowboys, Broncos, Warriors. After basically round 14 there, it seems to be where it gets quite juicy. So Tom um, Gamble straight to Sean Johnson, straight swap? Could be. Could be the play. Dual position, Sean Johnson. He's one to keep keep a close eye on. Uh, for the Bunnies, a couple of changes for them. Dane Gagai returns in the centres. Tane Milne, haven't seen his name bandied about for quite a while. He's going to be back. Uh, as well, Cody Walker's still at fullback where he got 16 points uh, last yeah, week. that was fun killer. to watch. It certainly was not. Uh, and Benji, he's still in the house with the returning Adam Reynolds. So a bit of firepower back for them. You'd Reynolds back is huge for this team. He, mm. I don't think they realize how much they're going to miss him. when All but confirmed to be not there next year. Um, and I think probably just a taste of it last week of what they're going to have to try and cover. But... Um, just as such a general for this team and gets them around the field and really organizes everything. So they're going to miss him. Um, it's good that they've got him back for this one, I think. But it's not confirmed yet. He's been named, but is still got to pass um, the tests and captain's run and all that sort of stuff. That's true. Dean Hawkins still lurking on the bench, so keep an eye on any late movements leading up to the game time. Again, shout out Stilesy. Anything on this one finally before we move to the blockbuster on saturday night no not this one in particular but just keeping an eye out for um josh mansour and uh trelly they're both back next week so this team's going to start to get back to full strength and um put some scores on teams i think he pressed the wrong button but he pressed the wrong one at all Uh, how good was it to hear that song (laughs) country bank stadium on uh, saturday evening after a never in doubt win against the broncos cowboys are riding on a high roosters uh in all sorts so if you're ever going to want to beat the roosters it's going to be this week but no doubt we'll probably be about 36 mil at half time but anyway i'll be a few beers deep so i won't care lock and lamb returns at 5-8 for the roosters with drew hutchison obviously gone long term tupanua he's back from suspension uh hopefully any owners you've still got a hold of him because this week could be pretty good for him matt butcher who was a one-week play last week uh, moves back to the interchange bench um, interestingly, Takiyaho is still in Jersey 17. He's been doing okay in that spot, 50-odd points uh, for the last couple of weeks, courtesy of some offloads and things like that. So not shedding a shit ton of cash, so doing okay. And Sam Walker, thankfully, also named, despite copying a couple of big knocks last week. Uh, Joseph Suwa, there was some talk that he could come in uh, to the side this week, but they've gone for Lock and Lamb over him and... Uh, in the back line, he's, he's not sided there yet, but I'm um, not sure. He, he seems to be getting closer and closer each week, but they haven't pulled no, the that's trigger. It. He's named in the 21 week in, week out. Um, mm-hmm. He probably gets his chance over the origin break when they miss in a couple of guys more than anything. He'll come in and replace Tedesco round 17. I think they've got um, they got the buy in round 13. So, yeah, Suwali may be having to wait a little bit longer. Hmm. 
Tedesco, if he's ever going to turn it around, it's got to be this week. Like against the Cowboys, we do like giving up uh, tackle busts and offloads and all that sort of thing, all the stuff that a guy like Tedesco loves. He's been down for so long. Like he's he's absolutely due a ton. He's got 40, 17, 54 in his last three games. It's unteddy like um, Got a high score against us of 178. So, like, he's got all the makings of a big week. If you've held on to him for this long, this long, you're going to want to see him. Yeah, uh, I just think he's missing missing Kiri a lot, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, it it should be a good week for him. 75 points to fullbacks you boys have been giving up. Mm. Not great for us indeed, but it could be a, a high-scoring affair for us. No changes to the glory side of last week. Um, thankfully getting home in a tight one. Ben Condon named in the 17, so he's obviously a trade-out given minimal minutes and, and starting to shed some some cash. So he's probably the only uh, notable. Obviously Val, Val Holmes, still doing good stuff out there. Uh, and Tao Malolo, he was back last week with a Huge. big bang. 100-odd points. Yep, he looks an absolute must on that form uh, post-round 13. So keeping an eye firmly on him, hopefully, that First week he was back was awful. Last week he's back to 200 metres plus. Like it was the Lolo of old. And the, the best part was he played 70-odd minutes. So none of this sort of mucking around, having him on the bench for half an hour. He finally got game time and showed what he can do. We spoke about it last week and we said that you've got to realise he's the best player and you've got to have him out there if you want to be um, in the games. And, yeah, so obviously Toddy Payton's a listener to the pod. Big shout-out to you, mate. Appreciate you coming in. and <laughs> Love your work, Toddy. That's it. Taking on board what we've said. But, yeah, Tomololo played absolutely out of his skin, bagged a try, and when he does that, he generally goes over the ton, he did so. Um, I did notice a couple of times him grabbing, going to get up off the ground for a play the ball and sort of uh, clutching his hand. So it's obviously not mm. right at the moment. He was still carrying it a little bit, but it didn't hold him back at all. Certainly didn't. I think he's raring to go. Good to see for an attitude perspective as well. Warriors and the Eels, first game of three on Sunday afternoon. For the Warriors, Ben Murdoch-Masilla returns in the second row. Bailey Sirinan drops out, and their only change in another... It was a pretty pretty bad loss. They gave up a fair few points in the second half, as they did against us the week before. Managed to hold on against the Cows, not so for Manly. So, yeah, if, again, a possible bounce-back game um, for their opponents. But the Eels have got troubles of their own. So the Warriors are relatively steady. If we look at the the Eels, they've got a billion and one issues. They firstly don't look like they didn't look likely to get a full team coming up with all the uh, COVID stuff. So they've got New South Wales Cup players currently named in the side, but they've got asterisks next to their name. They've I don't know what do they what do they have to do? They fly up on game day, don't go anywhere else. They, That's what, what it. Do they have they're to in do? the the word is they're in strict level three protocols. They've got to pass a test before actually getting on a plane to come into Brisbane. Um, so they've got to go through the rigmarole and actually be cleared before they can come up here and play. And if they don't pass that, then this team's in a world of hurt. Um, they don't really – I mean, they'll throw Bryce Cartwright into the six, I would imagine, um, which would hurt his scores and any potential new owners. But I don't know, maybe he just is the Cardi of old and he's going to – kill everything he does <laughs> everything he touches oh yeah he's certainly been it's doing so it. fun to watch isn't it he's back 
Mm, certainly is. If you look at the, it's actually the forwards in this game where a lot of the interest will be for Supercoach. For the Warriors, you got Curran there, and Torhu Harris is just going strength to strength. He's an. Oh, I can't wait uh, to trade Torhu Harris into my team after round thirteen. Uh, he's just. He's I just, keep watching him, and I keep going. Please don't score huge. You know, he scored huge. All right, please don't score huge this week. Okay, he scored huge this week. He just uh, keep getting on, and um, he's going to be a great addition to our sides. I think since uh, round. One, maybe he's gone 70 plus every single week. So it's just unreal consistency in second row where you really haven't had it outside of, say, a day for feeder at that level. Um, but yeah, so Torhu Harris just. And a huge shout out to him. He's one of the only players I can think of um, that's left the Storm system and got better. He's um, gone strength to strength since going home and um, become an absolute super coach gun. He has. Dallas Johnson back in the day for the boys. He was all right post-storm system. But, yeah, you're right. Not a lot of uh, – who was the other guy? Adam Blair. Adam Blair. <laughs> Didn't he go places? Yes, he anyway, certainly Josh- did. He robbed a couple of teams on the way through to retirement. Yeah, certainly did. Happy retirement, Blairy. Uh, Josh Curran, he had a couple of errors in his game last week, but thankfully held his starting spot down. Good news. Uh, Torhu Harris, as we mentioned, could uh, eye off some of these tired uh, Eels players. Um, Isaiah Papali'i and Maddo, they're obviously the big forward candidates if you, you find them off. Supercoach-wise, Papali is just on another level this year. I think every week he's similar to Torhu, as you said. We're just hoping he doesn't score and he just finds a way to set one up or offload or bust, whatever it might be. It's just what a season he's having. Yeah, he's killing it. I just yep. you, just absolute FOMO of missing out on him when he um, <sighs> took over for Madison. But it's almost too late now. He's... Well, there is the option of Fafita straight to Papa Lee. Um, you're not going to be losing any cash there, but he's just about the only guy you could do that for. Certainly, I, I couldn't begrudge that trade for anyone. Maddo, on the other hand, he's obviously had a, a long time out with that head knock. He's played some New South Wales Cup to get some juice in the legs, and he looks pretty good. He looks back. Obviously absolutely be- prime for a 90-plus game and earning Lakey a stake this week. Let's go, oh, Maddo. That's what you need. So you need 90 to win a stake from? From Wenon, yeah, stake bet. Oh. If he averages over 67 for the first 10 weeks, I uh, get the stake. If he's under, I'm, I'll am i be out of pocket. So um, the way he came back last week and scored an 85, it pushes him just about, uh, I think it's about a 93, 94 he needs to um, win it for me. I look forward to a like 80th minute sin bidding to rob you of oh, that one. Such is just absolutely <laughs> poetic. Such as winners year, but no, Matto has done very good since he's come back. Good to see, and obviously Bryce Cartwright on the bench can't uh, forgo him. Someone please trade him in. Second last game of the of the week, Storm and Dragons. What a weird Storm side this is. As we mentioned right at the top, plenty of outs for them. Um, Nico Hines owners, they are just blessed yet again because he's still in the fullback spot. Interestingly, though, Pappenhausen named in the 19 jersey, and if mm. the, this game wasn't um, so late in the week, you'd Jeez, you'd, you'd love seeing that um, early days so you could make a call as an owner. That's it. It's screaming funny buggers. It's screaming belly eight games. Um, but it's the second last game of the round. So you're going to have to either hold a trade and hope that he gets named or um, you're going to be hurt again. Certainly are. There are no real... Um, Surprises elsewhere. Riley Jacks, he's in the number six jersey. Uh, given Munster's out, you've got Tyson Smoothie. Good to see a Smoothie on a Sunday afternoon. We might need it after a big weekend. So he's been named there as well. Christian Welsh again named in the prop jersey. And he's, he's doing pretty comfortably for any owners. 
owners of him. Um, I've got a shout out. I did spruik Remus Smith to our mate Shockey at uh, about Thursday, been. 7 p.m. He was the <laughs> only guy that didn't score over 70 for that back line yeah. last week. Poor mate. Poor, poor. And he man. brought him in for Charlie Staines. I said, it's a no brainer, mate. Remus Smith's got two tons in a row coming up against the bunnies. We've got to stop giving our mates advice. We're oh. just. <laughs> Steering them down the path. Flooding their downfall uh, from within. So, no, it's uh, a wait and see for a lot of this storm. Teamless, two knows. That's it. And get. Nico Hines is a fullback slash 5'8". So, there's every chance that Riley Jacks moves to the bench in a utility role or something like that. Pappenhausen comes back in the fullback and Nico moves into the halves there. So, it's just one to watch leading into game day. Stalsy again. You work, Stalsy. Uh, for the Dragons, their opponents, they were had a pretty comfortable win, comfortable win against the Bulldogs last week, but tougher opposition this time around. Um, the only out for them, Matt Fiengai. He, he got a try last week on his debut. Uh, not Max. So Max Fiengai is there for, I think, his third week. Am I getting the brothers right? I think so. It's Yep, sure. Yeah. We'll go, <laughs> we'll go with that. I'll allow Josh it. Maguire, he's still named at lock, so he had a bit of love. Uh, last week, I think he got a 55. I just don't rate him at all. Steer clear. Uh, Matty Dufty, he was doing some pretty good things. But Jack Bird. Um, 107 last his, week. He's, he's yeah. been actually playing very, very strong this year. He's not someone I could trust being his injury history to start the season. But, um, yeah, he start, started slow-ish. He's had a couple of low games. But averaging 57 for the year with a couple of 70s and, and a 107 last week. Um but as you said, mm. against the Bulldogs and then coming into the storm, it's, a, you know, polar opposites. Certainly is. not I mean, an interesting play for round 13 when he comes up against the Broncos. But if you look at his last couple of weeks before that 100, he got 28 and 32. So temper expectations on, on him there. We know what he can do, but we also know what he can do on the flip side. So um, good to see for anyone that may still have him. But, yeah, a definite wait and see leading up to that. Uh, 13 bye week. Anything else on this game, mate? No, just Dufty. Dufty's been killing it again. He had another 111 last week. Um, we've been keeping an eye on him, you and I, um, mostly on the Wednesday pods as a possible round 13 fullback option. But um, he keeps giving us a reason to pick him. Certainly does. And, you know, we'll probably pick him and he'll get 20 in that week, yes. such as our year. <laughs> Ever the peasant. Final game of the round. It could be a very long one for us uh, going through eight games, but um, Titans and Panthers, obviously a lot of super coach love in this one. So we'll have a lot of a little uh, bit less players now. on. A little bit less, but I mean, not, not so much for me. I've got plenty of Titans who need to perform. Uh, for them, Dave Fafid is out. So may move Bo Firma from centers where he was named today and have SN Masters, former Cowboy, Yeehaw, coming in for his first game in Titans colours. So anyone running up against the, the side of SN Masters could have a few uh, tries on the way. I hope it's not Brian Toto as a non-owner, but probably <laughs> will be. Uh, nothing much else doing. Tyron Peachy still named at lock in, in good news for him ever the utility, but thankfully still in the forwards. Brian Kelly did some good things last week as well. Um, good to see. Tino on his return, he's been named at prop again this week. So got a bit of a spell, didn't do much. Sub-50. Again for him, so a bit of a weird rotation too, because he came mm. back after half time, played about five or six minutes, and then got rested after that. Um, why would you not just rest him at half time for that stint? And who knows? But yeah, it, there was the thought that he could be injured, but no, just a weird rotation. For the opponents, the Panthers, the one change is Kurt Capel, as we mentioned, out with an HIA. He's been replaced by Liam Martin. He scored a couple of seventies in a row coming into this game. He's uh, 
finding his spot into the starting second row. Uh, for the Panthers, no one else is changed. Paul Momorowski, interestingly, is back on the extended reserves, and they've still got Matt Burton in centres. So they're obviously liking the combination he's got with some of the halves. I think he's, he's looked pretty handy out there. So I'm sure whether that's a, a long-term thing, but there you go. You reckon Matt they're Burton. still trying to get him to flip in his contract? Uh, who'd know with, with these guys? I think surely that boat's sailed, I think. I think. The poor old doggies, they don't yeah. need that sort of uh, hurt on them. But, yeah, I, I can still imagine they'll be finding some loophole to, to get him out of the contract. But in any case, uh, I guess Liam Martin's probably one of interest there. For everyone else sort of knows what the other Panthers can do. Um, yeah, three, I know is 390K and he's got a negative eight break even. He'll play mm. big minutes this week, you'd think. Capo should be back 11 and 12 um, if he's – head is okay after that knock last week and then he'll be missing 13 so Liam Martin will be playing then um, but it's just he's been averaging looking at it up about 45-50 minutes a game for the most part mm. um, and does okay when he's on but um, yeah apart from the last two weeks he hasn't broken he's only broken for 40 once He's a never again for me. If anyone listened to the pods late last year, I traded him in for the Broncos game. And when the Panthers were absolutely tailing up, and so was Liam Martin, he went on to score like 40. Ruined the season, made me finish, I think, just outside the 1K. So, yeah, uh, never again, Liam Martin. But anyone else, go for it. Uh, because uh, another guy that I've, I'm not going this week in my side is Charlie Staines. Like, mate, I, I cannot get this right. I have played him <laughs> for all but two games. In those two games, he scored an 80. And 115. So I just don't know what to do. Uh, mate, I said to someone on Twitter, it's super coach physics. As soon as you trade a guy out, he's going to break a ton. And that's exactly what happened. A lot of us got rid of Charlie Staines over the last fortnight. Um, yeah, it comes out last week against. Um, who'd they, Sharky scored three tries. That's right. Oh, um, boy. They went time. wild. Every bloody time. Anyway, good work to Charlie. He's going to make some cash and hopefully do the same in round 13. Fingers crossed for you, buddy. Okay, that's it for Magic Round Teamless Tuesday, round 10. Obviously, we talked about our, our plans. We're going to be there all three nights. We're going to be there on Saturday pregame at the Newstead Brewery, close to the stadium. So we might put that one on Twitter. Anyone that's in around the Absolutely. area, please get around us. Uh, we'll be there. Just look for the guy in, I guess, you're going to wear some sort of basketball Knights jersey if they get the win. No, potentially. I've got, it's a big decision I've got to make. I've got, um, and I might put that out on Twitter too. I've, I've got the Knights cap, and the Knights bucket hat, and I've got a Knights beanies, a couple of Knights beanies. So I just got to decide what I'm wearing for the weekend. So I might go to the, the Twitter sphere mm. and ask for help. Love it. If you're looking out for us, just look for the very hungover guy. It looks like he's probably done his ass at the casino at 3 a.m. the night before, had a kebab, uh, walked it off, and Gone straight uh, to the game. getting up, wearing some sort of Cowboys paraphernalia so keep an eye out for that guy if you see him uh shout him a light beer thanks likey we'll see you tomorrow night you certainly will
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.